0: Live. I'm your host Todd Bailey. Joining me on the podcast today, ups on and Pots and Pans. Hello, Spanky. Hey, it's been uh, like two weeks since we've podcasted, only because I've been I've been out shooting at things. You've been you've been firing things and killing things, <laughs> <laughs> but a not gun. living things. A gun, not, uh, not living I, things. I, I was on a bucks party the other the day for my my brother-in-law, yeah. and we went shooting clay targets. And and uh, they didn't shoot back. They didn't. No, thankfully. Uh, um, it was great to use a firearm. I felt a little bit like the Punisher. <laughs> I was taking out uh, you know vengeance upon little orange clay targets. It's not very good. But, uh, yeah, no, it, was, it was pretty cool. But that's why I couldn't podcast last week. And you were busy. You were working. Oh, shh, Don't tell people Gosh, that. Gosh, so this, this guy, ladies and gentlemen, he works so goddamn hard that no one sees him. Allegedly. Is that why? Are you actually working hard or just you hide? and well, no one sees you? Hey,
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: shh. Allegedly. Don't, don't, yeah, you just throw that word around a lot at the moment. Ginger, I tell you what, because I was hoping we would get a chance to podcast, podcast last week because mm. I got to go and see... Suicide Squad, the yes. day I came out with my lovely wife. It's,
1: it's, it's a very colourful advertising campaign. It, it looks is. like a rainbow threw up I on think the movie.
0: they've spent a ton of money on uh, yeah. pushing and advertising the, uh, the Suicide Squad movie. But look, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. I went into it with reasonable expectations... And I came out of it, and everyone's gone, yeah, because, no joke, my business, you know, being a comic shop yeah. owner, everyone comes in, they're like, what do you think? Am what I, I going to go think? watch it? When do, I, do I wait a week? Do I'm, I'm basing my opinion upon you. Yeah, plot, or what is it? it? look, I'll be honest, it's a lot of pressure, right? <laughs> they come in, and I'm kind of like, jeez, these people are wanting to hear what I've got to say. Yeah. You're trying to be nice and calm and collected. Look, honestly, I enjoyed it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a good film. Yeah. But it's not a great film. Oh, do you know what I mean? Do uh, well, uh, you think I'm what I'm putting down? Well, you know, like it's not going to win an Oscar. Is that what you're going to say? Oh, hell no! Look, um,
0: I've honestly got to say, hmm? um, first half had me hooked. Yeah, it's great, and it tapers off in the second half. Huh. They choose the wrong villain huh. uh, for him to go up against, I guess you'd say. Oh, um, but I loved Margot Robbie. She stole the show as Harley Quinn, yeah. mate. Oh, I've,
1: I've heard a lot of people really online good. saying couldn't take my eyes off her. Um,
0: well, that's because she's good looking too, mate. She's oh, okay. in the little, you know, shorty shorts and everything else. Jen. <laughs> there are little uh, flashbacks to the classic uh, Harley costume. Oh, really? Like. Yeah. Oh, hello. And remember that? There's a there was a cover an Alex Ross cover where the Joker's is dancing with Harley. Yes, yes. And there was a statue. Well, that little scene uh, is in the movie. Okay. Just a little flashback, you know, sequence. It's only okay. short. Yep. But it's in there, and, and as a comic geek, you just kind of go, "Oh, that is beautiful." Really is. Um, mm. Remember that we were talking about uh, ages ago about you know reservations of of, of Will Smith as Deadshot.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Forget
0: about it. He no? is fantastic. Has he pulled it off. He pulled it off. It's Will Smith of old. I really enjoyed seeing Will Smith in that role. Yeah. Um, special shout out to Joy Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Yeah. Holy hell, that character was so cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was.
1: He, 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 he pushes the accent oh, a lot yeah, further. Amps, doesn't it up,
0: amps it up. Amps it up. It's that very kind of stereotypical. A, a Australian mate kind of right. uh, accent, I guess to a degree. That's, yeah. how I, that's how I picked up on it, anyway. Yeah, but um, almost look, Australian I've... Cockney. Uh, yeah, which we don't. We do not talk like that over here. Seriously, if you're an overseas listener, listen to us how we speak. We don't talk like. that. What are you talking about? Well, you do sometimes. Are yeah, I mean, you taking the piss? Yeah. Um, honestly, yeah. Uh, the, the first half really good. The yeah. flashbacks. There's flashbacks, uh, like character flashbacks, mm-hmm. to, to set up Harley Quinn and Deadshot and, they, they, uh, and uh, Boomerang. Uh, yeah. And uh, there's Affleck. Oh, what? Oh, Batman. And it's not just little bits. It's like you know, you can mm. see there's Batman. It's pretty cool. Is he keeping an eye on them? Throughout the entire no movie. no no, like it flashes back to how they got caught and put oh. into Belle Reeve prison, and uh, there's also a cameo by a certain Scarlet Speedster.
1: What what? Yeah yeah. Hello, it's cool. I was I was told there's a lot of mu- uh, music in it. The, the music is based Kick-ass upon their characters. Soundtrack.
0: Yep. yep So they would have paid a lot in rights. A uh, complaint. Not it's not me complaining about it, and I'm yeah. uh, certainly saying it. But I've had some customers come back in. And they've said uh, they felt it was trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy a little okay. bit. You know, where it's got that yeah. Guardians had that awesome soundtrack yes. that worked so well, and yes, there was yes, the, yes. you know, the slow mo's to the music and yep, all that. Yep, yep. And uh, they reckon, oh, you know, that, that was DC trying to copy it for Suicide Squad. And I'm like, oh, look, no, not really. I didn't f- feel that. Um, but it I didn't did feel as it, forced? No, I didn't know. Um, but I thought it was a kick ass soundtrack. Yeah. Um, really, really good. Oh, cool. But honestly, if I had to give it a rating, I'd give it a solid three out of five. Yeah. Yeah, um halfway. Kind of, look go watch it on the big screen. Yeah. Um I'll pick it up on DVD yeah. and I'll watch it at home again. Okay. But uh and there's a little bit mid credits. Uh, I'm not going to say it I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it because apparently there's still a ton of people I still who haven't yeah. no you haven't seen it but there's a whole ton of people as well that I know who've not gone to see it. And Apparently they're waiting for it to die down because uh someone told me this week they went to a midweek session mm-hmm. the idol of died down has been out for a week um still packed out at oh, wow. the cinemas. So there you go. I think Suicide Squad's done well. Done very well.
1: I was reading an article the other day. It's um, it's the biggest August opening, um of, oh, really? of, of films. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. I'm so.
0: uh, just quickly tying in. I did read Suicide Suicide Squad Rebirth. Yeah, uh, number one from DC Comics mm-hmm. uh, last week. Quite good. Okay. Quite good. I'm interested to see where it heads. And mm-hmm. it's uh, the the story in it is essentially um, just uh, Deadshot, Harley, and Boomerang. Has, is, and is it's Amanda Waller going. Oh, no, not really. Okay. Um, because Rick Flag's in Guantanamo Bay. Okay. And so Amanda Waller goes uh, to get him out and go. I want you to head up this squad because mm. uh, they need a decent leader. And so it's, it's not too bad. I'll, I'll be, I'll stick with it and, and read a few more issues, see how that's going. So, so
1: it's not. It couldn't be considered a, a prequel to the movie either.
0: No, you know, no, 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 no. It's it, they're two totally separate universes. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what. Also, I, I did pick up and read uh, last week. Yeah. Uh, Deathstroke, uh, sorry, this week, uh, Deathstroke Rebirth, number one. I'm loving that Um, cover. That cover is fantastic. Now, written by Christopher Priest, the guy who did... He had a legendary run on uh, Black Panther for years, and... I don't. Did, when we were in high school, do you remember me telling you about a book called Zero? Yes. Do you remember that? that was yes. Christopher Priest. He wrote yes. that back in the day. Sadly, it's never been collected by DC Comics, as far as I know, is in a trade. Or if it was, it was, it was years ago. It's been out of print for years.
1: Bastards, because that's really cool. I like the fact that he he's got the blonde hair. And he was African American who yeah. had
0: this. He was like a super spy or whatever else. Um, and he had a, like, a flesh mask that he put on. So, mm. to all appearances, he appeared white, blonde haired, blue-eyed, but he's actually African-American, he was yeah. a former sports guy or something like that. Um, zero. If you ever get a chance, if you can ever track down copies of it at, at, at comic shops and back issue bins, pick it up. Honestly, I think it was only like 12 issues long yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yep. It was fantastic. It was written by Christopher Priest back in the day, and I, um, I can't remember who the artist was. But anyway, really, really good old series. But I digress. Christopher Priest is writing, <laughs> um, and it's Carlos uh, Pagulian. I can't pronounce his, his name. He's the artist on this this Deathstroke. Quite good. Good read. Awesome. Um, and it shows flashbacks to uh, Slade Wilson and his two sons. All right. And then it focuses on him um, and Wintergreen's in there. I remember Wintergreen from the old series. Mm. Um, so, look, very cool comic just to pick up and try if you want to dip your toe in the Deathstroke universe with DC Rebirth. And mm-hmm. then the other one, now this is going to get me shot. <laughs> I picked up a copy of Harley Quinn Rebirth.
1: Which is hard, hard not to do.
0: after um, the movie. Well, Harley Quinn number one, I should say, uh, as part of DC Rebirth. And look, honestly, can I, Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti, and usually I like these guys creating stuff. Um, I haven't read a lot of their take on Harley. Yeah. Um, but I thought I'm going to give this issue a try. Yep. I had no fucking idea what was going on. Um, I, and honestly, I just couldn't get into it. I, it was over the top, crazy, stupid. Didn't like it. Especially really for that's, didn't like it. It's
1: the first issue.
0: I'm sorry, Jimmy Palmiotti. I, I think you're a great writer, but in this this number one issue, you lost me, mate. I I will pick up an issue too because I, I try to stick around for at least two issues. I'll give you a shot on issue two, but if, if it's anything like issue one, I will not be sticking with Harley Quinn, I'm, mm. I'm so sorry to say. And even Amanda Conner's Amanda Connor's artwork and all that kind of thing. I just I didn't get right into it. Yeah? Didn't nah, didn't really okay. enjoy it.
1: Sorry. That's just possibly me. We were, ta- um, we were talking before about um, how DC at the moment is taking the market share of comics at the moment. Well, like they're back
0: against Marvel, because for a while they like, DC was just getting flogged every month. Um, but with Rebirth, it's Proved very, very popular. Yeah, and this, they're, they're climbing back up. I got the numbers here
1: yeah. 40.96%. Yep. Marvel's got 35.7%. Well, that's a drop. That's a big drop for them. You know, like, I mean, that, that's, that's a big market share for, for DC to,
0: it's a good to take. It's a good swing back for yeah. DC. And um, look, honestly, most, I'd almost have to say 90% of what I'm reading with the DC Rebirth, I'm enjoying. Yeah. There's a handful, of, probably the two flops for me have been uh, Harley Quinn and uh, thus far Wonder Woman. I've. I haven't read this week's issue of Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. number four. I, I haven't uh, had a chance. I'll go home tonight and, and read it. Um, but, I, look, honestly, I'm not enjoying it's the, the Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's just, uh, I'm not getting into it. Uh, oh. Greg Ruckers' run on this Wonder Woman is just not doing anything for me. Um, so, yeah, they're the, probably the two weakest ones. The standouts, certainly, a, a Green Arrow. Ben yeah. Percy is just writing that book. It's Benjamin Percy is just knocking it out of the ballpark. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Detective has been just phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, uh, Flash is really good. They've in, in introduced a new um, like a villain called Godspeed in there. So imagine like a serial killer yeah. with superpowers. Oh wow! Like, not super speed. Sorry, um, not superpower. Like a super speed is a superpower. Um, but imagine, yeah, like this guy is—he's fucked up, Ging. Um <laughs> Really, really good. Uh, Civil I think War we went has, to school with him. You. you reckon? Uh, Civil War has been delayed for Civil War two from Marvel. <sighs> um, so we're up to issue. We're waiting on issue five. Mm-hmm. And it's been pushed back, and apparently so is uh, six. I think so. That's a bit disappointing because um, I'm, I'm, Bendis is, is still intriguing me there. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm wanting to get right into it, and uh, but now it's delayed, yeah. so that's that kind of sucks. But that's what I've been reading this week. I've also been catching up. Get this, mm. right. <laughs> I was going through some old stock, and I found an old copy of The Mask, the old yeah. stuff of The Mask, the, right? the
1: Dark Horse stuff,
0: way back when. Yes, way back when. Um, this is, is pre movie time uh, yeah yeah anyway it was uh yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> honestly i can just imagine what's going through your head at the moment doug markey was the artist mm. now i've loved doug markey for years when he he was he did a, a, a run on Justice League in the the, the 90s and, and 2000s. He's, yeah. he's done a heap of work, you know, and he's a great artist. <laughs> I saw his humble beginnings on The Mask by Dark Horse, and it was shit. <laughs> uh, oh, it was so horrible. I'm sitting there going, like, you know, you do that thing, you look at the front, you flick through a few more pages, you look back at the front, is this really Doug Monkey doing this? <laughs> um, and it was horrible. John Acuti, I think was the writer's name, and he's gone on to bigger and better things. Of course, Mike Richardson. This is back when... Uh, Dark Horse was literally just being founded, you know, yeah, yeah. and, and Michael Richardson was the guy who kind of created the 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 character. you know, back then it wasn't actually. I did a bit of history, uh, read a bit of, a bit of history on him. He was actually never known as the Mask until later on. Oh, okay. He was known as Big Head. Big Head. In the comics, yeah. Okay, and, but and and Mask, yeah, you know, as we know it, is M A S K.
1: Yeah.
0: It wasn't was spelt M A S Q U or whatever. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. It yeah. was that, you know, and and that, like so he's had. It took a while for him to actually
1: settle down and be called. I remember the mask. I remember seeing uh, advertising in the back of comics with yeah. that M A S Q. Yeah, it was in
0: I think like Dark Horse Presents or something like that. Um was where it was only reading short stories, and then eventually it took off, and that's when they you know the mask strikes back again, all that kind of stuff. The mask returns or whatever, and yeah, so I've been reading, and it gets better as you go along. Because obviously they found their, their feet and, and uh, Doug Monkey got some drawing skill about him. But, oh, you go back to the original <laughs> stuff, mate, and you just shake your head and you go, oh, my goodness. Like, he comes so far. He really changes his, his art style uh, after it. So <sighs> no. but it was interesting. And what prompted that was I actually saw The Mask on TV, the other thing I thought. Yeah thought, oh, I should track that down. And then, lo and behold, there was an old copy at the back of the shop. And, um, <laughs> and I was telling a, a guy about it. And I've gone, I found this out at the back of the shop. And he's like, I'll bite off you. And I went, what? He goes, I'll bite off you. Because <laughs> so I've wanted to read it for years. And I went, okay, done, cha-ching. You're so like I sold it Twenty-five 25 95 I didn't actually get to finish it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, it was one of the Mask omnibuses from I, Dark Horse. I remember seeing an interview with Jim Carrey years ago where he actually signed a $20 million uh, check yeah. to, uh, to play the Mask in The Mask 2. Because they did a they mask. Did, they did a mask, too, but it, w- it wasn't with him in it. It was um, wasn't there a kid Jamie was, Kennedy. Yeah, but wasn't it a kid? Got Son the mask? of the mask. The Son of the mask.
0: Yeah. And there was a TV series, wasn't there?
1: Uh, there was a cartoon series, I'm pretty sure. About oh, okay.
0: It. You know what? I'll get back and I'll watch, because that was Cameron Diaz's first on, yes, scre- oh, on-, on screen. It was. It like she was, like 19 f- her- years old back then. Yeah, in the mask. It was mm. her first movie, essentially, mm. movie appearance. And um, it holds up. It's still a good film. But, you know, it, it came out a year before... Uh, Batman and Robin. No, no, Batman Forever. So that would have been, what, 95, I guess. It came at 94. Batman and Robin was 95. Okay. Um, and you can tell he was just channeling what he'd done on the mask. <laughs> like, I'd say he probably finished the mask and went straight over to work yep. uh, as, as, as the Riddler. Yep. And he was essentially just channeling that. And uh, <laughs> But, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was. I, you know, I was sitting there and I'm, I'm just like, you know what? It was a good film for yeah. first time. Now, actually, you listened to a podcast this week, didn't y- you?
1: Yes, the podcast series,
0: How Did This Get Made? And speaking of things from the 90s, yes. you know, we've reminisced before, because I don't care what anyone says. I'm an old man now, right? <laughs> the 90s was awesome. <laughs> Best
1: comic movies and, Absolutely. and
0: comics and music. and
1: So, of the last uh, two episodes of How Did This Get Made, they've been doing 1940s superheroes mm-hmm. in 1990s movies. Yep. So, the first one they did was The Shadow. And the most recent one they did was the phantom uh, just quickly explain what's the podcast about what they so, uh, how did this get made it, it's pretty much uh, the entire crew uh, during the week they 'll watch a mo- a particular movie yep. um, in the past it 's been anything from something like Kickboxer or mannequin Two or, or you know even yep. steel. Oh, really? With old... Uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so they sat down and they, they pretty much, they dissect the movie. It is a comedy podcast, so they are pulling the piss out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, the Shadow was was the first one. And uh, this week I listened to The Phantom, so much so that I had to go back and watch The Phantom last night. Oh, really?
0: Because y- y- you were telling me about it the other day and I'm like, I'm going to have to listen to this podcast because it sounds quite interesting. Yeah, Because they,
1: they, they, they went into the history of it and they said that both... The Shadow and the Phantom movies were supposed to be the first movies of, of trilogies for both they properties. Weren't,
0: they weren't actually produced by the same company, were they?
1: No, no, but... They- they, they would have come out, they, did they come out similar times? The, it, it was a well, the Shadow was 94. Yep. Uh, the Phantom was 96. Okay. So, it was, yeah, two real, years behind. Yeah. Um, In between, I means. yeah. So. so, Universal with the Shadow and mm-hmm. Paramount for the Phantom. And, uh, yeah, it was co- cool to hear that they were going to be trilogies. It's a bit upsetting that they aren't. Mm. But uh, talking about the Phantom, they were saying that the actual suit. For the Phantom suit, wasn't made by a costume designer. They went to the Jim Henson Muppet Company to build. Really, the the Phantom you costume. Know, I actually didn't mind that Phantom. I, mean, I it thought it was a lot cool. of flack at the
0: time because they had like painted
1: on muscles. Yeah, but I mean, they they also had you know like tribal sort of. Um, designs, yeah, like it. Yeah. tattooing designs on it, which I thought was cool. So it wasn't just a flat purple costume, yeah, because that would have just looked awkward. I remember years ago seeing an actual making of the the Phantom when it was coming out, yeah. And Billy Zane shaved his head for the role so that the cow would sit properly on his head, yeah. And he really? bulked up. He bulked up so much so because I bulk up in the wrong way, James. Yeah, he he was he is actually a big fan of the Phantom. He was introduced to the Phantom comics in his twenties, so this was a role he always wanted to play. So yep. when he actually got the role, he really bulked it, up. And do you know how be... old he was when he got the role of the Phantom? I oh, would have been twenty something. It was before Titanic. Okay, was it really? Yeah. It okay, was I before Titanic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he, I, yeah, I remember seeing this behind the scenes, and he was really pumped to play the, the Phantom, yeah. and he, you know, he brought almost like uh, an Errol Flynn type. He had a debonair kind of thing, yeah, isn't he? Playing know, it, Kit Walker, exactly. Um, but uh, in the podcast, they also said that the script for this was actually written a couple of years before they made it, and it was actually written like a Johnny English type spoof. This is before Johnny Phantom. English was even yeah. around. Like so, Johnny
0: English hadn't been created yeah, yet. So
1: it was a spoof of the of the the sh- of the Phantom but I don't think anyone actually told the director or the actors that it was supposed to be a spoof. Ah. So they kind of filmed it as though it was supposed to be, you know, real serious, but uh, directed by the Australian Simon Winsor, the bloke who went on to, you know, do all these other movies as well, but... See, I didn't know, I didn't know it was actually... I remember it was shot on the Gold Coast. Yes, in the, in down the in movie world, there, yep. and, that, and also Thailand and stuff like yeah. that.
0: But I am... Um, look, I always look back with fond memories of the Phantom movie. Yeah. You know, I just thought, yeah, it was a bit of... Po- it was a popcorn flick. It, it was. But it was an enjoyable... And I think we have that kind of thing. Those yeah. action adventure movies where you go, I don't have to take this serious. It can be ridiculous. Um, and I think that's like something co- kind of comic movies today. Um, the modern comic movie mm. is probably a little bit too serious. Like sometimes.
1: the DC Universe is serious, serious, serious.
0: Oh, yeah, but even Marvel to a degree. It's a bit, you know, like look at Captain America stuff yeah. and all It's based a bit more on the real world and modern. World. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I miss, like, yeah, the good old days of, of Indiana Jones and that, where yep. it, 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 it's just good balls to the wall
1: action. And
0: it's reminiscent of those old serials. Yes. You know, yes. where they were done very. And you quickly, and I've always cheaply. loved that time frame, that yeah. 1930s, 40s time frame, haven't we?
1: And after watching that again last night, I'm like, bloody hell. i so cool. have
0: to go home tonight and pull out the and watch it <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch The Shadow now too as well But you were talking about there was meant to be more Phantom films Yeah, they
1: were supposed to do more Phantom films So this was supposed to be the, the part one of a trilogy But obviously that didn't happen But they then went on to say that in 2007 So this is, what, 11 years after it came out yep. They actually signed Billy Zane um, Christy Swanson? And also... Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones Oh, I know them all by heart To, to come back as a sequel Really? But something happened and- it's never, It never come off. Never come off. Until someone who was a friend of Billy Zane recently yeah. was, was out with him and Billy Zane turned to him and said, Righto, apparently we're doing a new sh- new uh, Phantom. This is, this is the script. The Phantom has retired from being the Phantom yep. and he's living on a boat. Okay. It's also the Cuban Missile Crisis. What? So it's the 60s. Yeah. Um and the Phantom has to train someone to be his replacement to be the Phantom. So the
0: Phantom's left the the jungles of Bengala. Yes. And has headed along to say what Florida Keys. I was about to say he's he's
1: down the Bermuda <clears throat> Triangle kind of area.
0: I he's imagine on a, he's on a yacht, on a boat yep. retired and uh, so it's an older Phantom. Yes. And he's got, got no next of kin, so he's got so no next training of kin. some young buck. Yeah. To kind of you know sail down to Cuba. <laughs> And interfere in the whole uh, Cuban Missile Crisis. Cuban
1: Missile Crisis. The...
0: Do you know what? Part of me sits here and goes, oh, that would be shit. And another little part of me sits here and goes, I'd still watch I'd it. I'd still watch the shit out of it. I would watch that.
1: I, w- I, I, I would still love to see Billy Zane in the, the Phantom costume. Yeah, me too. Me too. It's always been a fantasy. <laughs> uh... <laughs> so So the Phantom's doing a bit of a creed see, where he's no, training. I've,
0: I've not actually seen Billy Zane for a couple of years. Does he? Is he still kind of reasonably
1: fit? Oh, He's still reasonably fit. He's bald. Well, he doesn't have to shave his he head need, now, he doesn't does he? Need to. It's already. It's already built in. Fuck! Know? I could play the Phantom. <laughs> I'm balding. I saw. I saw some photos. Remember in the movie where they uh, they are flying in the the red. Uh, Plane yes. and they jump off onto the horse. Yep. they had uh, some photos of the guy that was the actual pilot of that plane, and he's there's a guy that's the size of me, right? Yeah. But he's wearing the Phantom Cow and costume, and he's got the he's got the mask on, but they haven't painted the whites of his eyes, yep. and he's just sitting there in this seat, just smiling to the camera. Were you <laughs> moonlighting back then? Or <laughs> it, it's a, it's an interesting yeah. Oh, look, it's it's. Uh, do you remember the sci-fi series they did that
0: two-part yes, of that Sally movie? Yes, yes, And it was meant to be a modern it's take. Like, 2010, I think, it came out. Yeah. I, I honestly can't tell you. Um, but yeah, it was it was interesting because he didn't actually uh, wear the like a proper costume. He no, was more in um, urban combat, military gear, sort of. Yeah, and he had a visor. He no, did, you know, yeah. Visor. yeah. So instead of the cow, it it had it was a sort visor. of a purplish tint to it. Yeah, but it just didn't bit. look right. I just, um, ah. it was sad because that's what killed I I read one day that mm. that was what killed a phantom movie Movie, yeah. because there was that Aussie group were putting the money together they had financial backing they mm-hmm. were so close to to announcing deals all signed well
1: that must have been in sci-fi for for channel 2007 it, uh, it was, must have, it was must, have been, must have been must have been uh, the spawn off of 2007 Possibly. I guess
0: but yeah and then they um Apparently, like once that got announced, and the Aussie guys went, Oh, well, this could kill it. Yeah. And it only got like a, what do you call it, like a tele movie version? They split it into two apps, I think. Because it was supposed to be a television series, I imagine. Yeah, on sci fi. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that kind of killed it. And then apparently, that's where you, it just disappeared, went in the way of the dodo. Because you know what? I, it frustrates me. The Phantom is the kind of character, it's the kind of property. That would make amazing films, because this guy has lived for, you know, 400 400 years. 400 years, yeah. Right? And it passed on generation to generation, mm-hmm. so you could do flashbacks to, you know... Pirates, swashbuckling, pirate pirate yeah. You could do, you know, flashbacks in the movie to one of the previous phantoms, and it's the, you know, around the time of the Three Musketeers. Yep, yep. Um, all these different type time frames, Wild West. You know, yes. you could have him appearing as this gunslinger in the Wild West or something. Well, the, you know, the, the, the Phantom in World War
1: One. Yes, because you know, World War Two is. You, you know, like as
0: was. as a creative mind, I just think, I think of all the possibilities of how you could put that into yeah. a script into a movie, and it would be the most fun, balls to the wall, kick-ass action film. You know, and it'd be good for. Sure, you could turn it into a great, uh, and I mean, namby pamby Disney movie, but a good movie where you could watch it with your kids and they could get a kick out of it. Exactly. You know, um, like we used to with our parents. I mean, I, well, even older brothers. I used to watch all the Indiana Jones flicks mm, mm-hmm. with my two older brothers back in the day, you know, and uh, there's stuff in there that I only get when I'm an adult. Like, you look look me and go, I never picked up on that as a kid. I laughed as, uh, at it as a kid. Because they were laughing, but a completely but can, different level. Yeah, it went straight over my head. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I look at it and go, what a great property mm-hmm. to get the rights of to turn into a fantasy.
1: You can make a franchise, a kick-ass franchise out of that. I always enjoyed the... Remember the, the TV show? Was it Phantom 2040 or something like that? futuristic take on it as well. Yep. I I always remember seeing, um, uh, this is when we first getting into comics, seeing that Phantom uh, artwork where he's got the gaunt- metal gauntlets on, but he's also got like a wrist computer based in it as well. And... Uh,
0: are you talking about the DC series is by you, um, Glenn, two Aussie artists, I, I Glenn ne- Lumsden and Dave Devereese? Oh wow, um, they were the guys who were hot behind Southern Squadron. Oh cool, um, Southern Cross Comics and that here in, in, in Australia, and they landed a gig at DC and they did a Phantom series over. I think they also did one for Marvel. we will have to track I that th- down because think. no, they might have done that. Hang on, take... uh, I'd have to check. Yeah. they might have done the marvel version but anyway because dc had the rights for a while marvel had the rights for a while they did one of the series and it looked kick ass it was yeah it was they the had two like fingerless
1: boys. gloves and yeah yeah
0: um i honestly i look, it's going to bug me you keep talking the, the, i'm going to do a bit of research the, on the go here the, the
1: thing is uh, i i can't really tell you which magazine i found that artwork in all's to stay. all's i can say <laughs> is that i had to pin it on my pinboard behind my door because you 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 wouldn't want to see what was on the other side of of that uh, magazine. Oh, covered. really? There, there was some some photos do on the back of that magazine that I do tell. Pro- well, just do tell. It was in a stick magazine. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know what a stick magazine is, do you? I, I it was a pornographic magazine. Oh. Look, I only bought the magazine for that article. Right? I just wanted that artwork of that phantom. Right? You're a worry. I just wanted it. You know, I yes, found it. That it is, is the artwork. It, that is that, the artwork. I've shown
0: you the cover. That's number yep. one there. It was actually Marvel Comics. Yeah, and uh, it was published between December 1994 and February 1995. Well, you now, have to track that down for me, man. I, well, it's, I love it, do that. You know how artwork? I've been wanting to track it down for years myself. I think I might have one issue somewhere. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, illustrated by Glenn Lumsden and colored by Dave DeVries. And, and it was also written. Uh, by Dave DeVries. We should now, see if we um, can get
1: in contact with those guys.
0: Uh, well, they're down. Um, Dave DeVries is actually down in the uh, Barossa Valley still. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where Glenn is nowadays. But uh, yeah, it was. it was fantastic. We, we
1: should. And then um, yeah, get in contact with them just to just to say to hey, well. we loved. You know, that.
0: Do you know, Steve Ditko did a series in 1995. He did Phantom 2040. Huh. Uh, he pens, well, it was only a four issue uh, miniseries launched in May 1995, and it was nice too. It looked really kick ass. So, that was to me, it was some great days for, yes. for the Phantom back yes. then. But if, if people, fans, you've just heard Ginge, if you can ever track down. Those issues. It was uh, only three issues long, those, the ones with mm. uh, DeVries and, and Lumsden, and the Aussie guys. Uh, if you can track them down, Ginger and I'll take a set each. We will pay you for them. <laughs> Contact us via the GeekSpeak uh,
1: Facebook page. I would love to, to do that series as a film or as a fan film. Oh that hell was yeah. comic cuz that costume yeah. was just yeah very iconic. Um I remember watching that that uh, making of film in 96 mm-hmm. and they were talking about the costume, you know, back in the day when the character, you know, the first issue that it came out that the colors the 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 publisher printed them wrong colors. Yep. And in say Scandinavia the phantom is always known to wear a red costume. No no no
0: no no. Scandinavia, in Scandinavian countries, he's blue. He's blue, okay. He's blue, okay. In Italy, yep. he's red. Okay. Right? Originally, he was meant to be grey. Yes. So when you see all the Phantom merch come out the collectibles nowadays, and Icon collectibles here in Australia has actually released uh, statues and mm-hmm. pop vinyls mm-hmm. and bobbleheads and everything else, they'll always do the traditional purple. As well right? as? As well as they'll usually release um, the a red variant. costume a blue costume, and then the grey. Mm. And we're actually waiting for the pop hero. They're releasing the grey one in the next oh, shit, yeah. uh, next month or two. Oh, rad. Yeah, so, which is pretty uh, pretty freaking cool. But, you know, it's funny. I've always had a soft spot for the Phantom. I just love the history of the character where, you know, I look and go, it's, it's just endless. Like, you could, um, you know, you've got 400 years of characters there to play with. And uh, sadly, they never do. They just... It's very rare for the comics, anyone who gets the rights to do the comics just focuses on the modern phantom. Instead of going back and doing, you know, um, tales of, of, of different phantoms throughout the ages, there was one, Moonstone tapped in, they did an annual... I only read it not long ago. I yeah. read it again. And um, one of the Moonstone annuals, and I think it was the 13th Phantom? And in it, he is armed to the teeth. He's lost an eye. So under the oh, costume, wow. yeah, you always see like, the, the, the white eyes on yes. the, in the, under yes. the cowl. Yep. Well, he's only got one, because the other one's got a patch over it underneath the cow. Oh, wow. And he is armed to the teeth. So he's got the bandolier on with like multiple musket... You know, the <laughs> old musket ball pistols yes. or whatever. Yes, yes. Right? And he's got the knives and everything else. And he... There's a line there, I think, where he goes, um, like, he lost his... Not lost his family. But he, t- he was turned away from his family because he was just so driven by vengeance. Mm. that he lost his family to a degree. Oh, okay. So he's like, um, you know, to, if one of my sons ever takes on the mantle or follows me, don't be like me. Don't be consumed by vengeance. Oh, wow. And everything. Yeah, it's, he, he went a lot darker. Oh, right. And I'm always like, motherfuckers, <laughs> do a story based on him. I do a whole series yeah. based on following his adventures um, and I would snap that. I'm sure I'm not the only
1: bloody one. I'd snap it up. It'd be awesome. The reason I bring up the colour is because um, it'd be a few years ago. Now <laughs> I took the shadow trailer. I took the the Phantom trailer, <laughs> and and you're getting confused with all your pulp heroes. Exactly. Now, what I did is I I run a filter over it and did effects on it to make it look like he was wearing the grey costume. You did too- rather did- than the purple costume. Didn't you? Um... Chucked it up on on YouTube years and years ago. Have you ever checked back? I'll have to I'll have to to put a link in the in this show so people can watch it. But, um, yeah. I yeah, how many times it's been viewed. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, it was just something that well, I, I did the, as, the, as a bit of a joke. Thanks to the modern form of
0: technology. You know, modern <laughs> joys
1: of technology, I should say. Um, do you remember what it was called? Yeah, I, I think it's something along the lines of the, the Phantom grey costume or something like that, but it's definitely on YouTube. And it was just something that I did shot by shot and, you know, sucked the, the purple colour out of it, left everything else the same, but... Yeah, I just thought it was something cool to do. I chucked it up on, on, uh, YouTube and apparently the Australian Phantom Forum, um, shared it around a bit as well. So, yeah.
0: I, I must be honest. I'm trying to look for it now and I'm struggling, mate. I can't find <laughs> it. Um, you'll have to be a bit more specific. I typed in the grey, phantom grey costume and. I'm not finding anything, but look, if we track it down, you've got to, you've got to find a big fella. I'll have to, yeah. And I want to see you put the co- the link because I want to see how many people have, have watched it, and I want to see um I want to see it. it's been years since I've, I've watched it. Well, no, I, I can't find it, but anyway, I,
1: I uh I'll have to go back and do the entire movie, hey? The entire um, Phantom movie, make me the grey suit,
0: motherfucker. You got more time on your hands than anything. Yeah. You? if you're gonna do that. <laughs> There's a lot of other things I've got to finish before doing yeah, Hell yeah, there's a list. But anyway, that's cool. I'm glad we got to talk about the fandom. matter of fact, if anyone knows Glenn Lumsden or Dave DeVries, if they can get a comment out of them as to whether, um, whether they've got any insights of that, uh, we'd love to hear from them. Or mm. If you know if they're, what they're up to nowadays, I, I, I'm actually friends with uh, with Dave DeVries on Facebook, I think. We should have to... Hit him uh, up. We should, just to see uh, if, he's, if he knows where we can track down that series. I'd love to get the all three issues. It'd be fantastic. Wouldn't it be great if someone, uh, if Marvel one day, ever collected that old run. Well, it won't happen, but it'd be nice. Well, we can only hope, can't we? We can hope. Ginge, we can only hope. Now, what else do you want to talk about today?
1: Well, it's been interesting, the amount of news that's been coming out. I can uh, throw some things at you. Shoot, sir, shoot. First, we're uh, talking about Deadpool 2. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, they're talking about cable being in it, but... Yeah, you threw me for a loop when you said about this guy before. Now, you might not know the actor's name, Kyle Chandler.
0: Yeah. It's not a household it's name. It's not a household
1: name, right? If you ever watched a TV show back in the nineties called Early Edition. Yes. And now guys at our age, people our age would know what it is. He's he's been in a lot of television shows since. Yep. But
0: He's not a household actor, is he? Yeah. Like, you know. And and I've already forgotten his name. You just mentioned it. What was it? Kyle name? Chandler. Kyle. Is he poor? Look,
1: Kyle Chandler. Nothing against Kyle, Right. Sorry. Um, but you know his face. I mean, you, <laughs> you, everyone go, knows his oh, face. God. Oh, that, that like, guy. Yeah. He's been in a, in a lot of television shows. You've just
0: shown me a picture of him, and I look at that guy. And that does not look anything. It's like cable. cable. It, no. it,
1: like like people saying Ron Perlman. Well, Ron Perlman came out and said, "Yeah, I'd like to play Cable." But he he'd look awesome as Cable. I I just I. I don't know where they're, they're coming. I want to see another Hellboy, Ron. Yes, well, it's not up to him. Well, obviously. it's not up to him. He wants to. He do wants it. to. Yeah, yeah. I just, I don't see this guy Kyle being Cable. No, nah, he nah. just doesn't look like Cable. Pass. What else you got, Ginge? Uh, this week, we all know the television show uh, Criminal Minds. Yes. I didn't it, mind that back in the day. The, yeah, it. it's, still, it's still been going on in the background, yep. right? Now, the guy that played Greg in the old television show Dharma and Greg. Yes. yes. Oh, that's in- a
0: flash, but Jenna <laughs> well, Elfman. <laughs> Jenna Elfman.
1: Does she even have a career nowadays? Well, probably she probably doesn't even need to, you know, after everything that she's been in. But uh, Thomas Gibson, the bloke who played Greg, yeah, yeah, yeah. this week got into a bit of a brouhaha on the set. Is that how we're going to describe so we it? We're describe it as a brouhaha kick. Okay, right. Because he's gotten into he's a little bit of an altercation with one of the writers of the show and has kicked them. Now, I don't know if it was a ninja kick. I don't know if it was a (laughs) shin kick. kick, I don't know if he slipped on a banana peel, went ass up, and his shoe come off his foot and hit the writer.
0: Okay, well, that's a big scenario, that one. I'm just saying he has been fired. He's not just been stepped
1: down from the show. He's been actually fired completely from the show. He's one of the,
0: like, first-day kind of cast members, isn't he?
1: He was there from the first episode, and he's, like, the Grissom character. yeah. You know, yeah, they, got rid, they got rid of Chris Hemsworth. Well, they CSIs, did too, yeah. So,
0: he... um, speaking of brouhaha, ha ha ha, the fucking rock had a bit of a dig on Instagram, he and, and did, that, didn't
1: he? With Vin Diesel, got, um, got he got well, some words on Twitter.
0: He said something along the lines of, uh, "It was a fantastic filming with all the female crew and, and, and cast. Um, can't say that for the, a lot of the male guys. Some of them are candy asses or something yeah. along those lines." Turns out him and and Vin mm. don't see eye to eye. Now I know who I'd back my money on in a fight.
1: You know why they don't see eye to eye? It's because the Rock's ten times taller than Vin Diesel. <laughs> Although in the movie they put Vin on a little uh, wooden crate. They do. So they see eye to eye. They do. Don't like, they? Like seeing this photo from from the movie? Vin Diesel standing
0: on a step stool. There, you can't <laughs> you can't see the step stool, but he's on it. Okay. Um, seriously. You know why? <laughs> because his waist is <laughs> is it the boob. Of The Rock. I suspect, Ginge, that Vin Diesel's a little bit on the short side. Right? <laughs> what, I'm not like Tom saying, Cruise? I'm thinking more... Uh, no, I'm not I'm not saying he's definitely like Gary Coleman short, but apparently he's, he's, he's
1: a little bit short. He's taller than me. I'm pretty fucking uh, short uh, myself. I don't know. Tom Cruise and, and I are... Uh, Tom Cruise is shorter than I am. I thought you were about to say, Tom and Cruise and you have a lot in common. I'm well, like, no, you haven't. No, you not Just haven't. don't say me and, and, and Bill Cosby <laughs> have a lot in common. No, but you've
0: both been in Katie Holmes. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't be telling people that. Uh, anyway. Let's throw the word
0: allegedly around, We digress. Right? We yeah. digress. Um, so apparently they even had a crisis meeting mm. on set mm. and it didn't get uh, worked out. And when uh, The Rock filmed his last stuff and left the set. Yeah, he's left it this week. Yep. Vin Diesel came out and said to the rest of the crew, Daddy's gone. So, Ooh. yeah, they're digging at one another back and forth. But i tell you what, i put my money on The Rock. I love The Rock. Dwayne Johnson is just a—he's. I, I watched two episode of Ballers the other night. That's his television show, yeah. Awesome. Fantastic. And fucking... It's, it's got um, uh, Andy Garcia. Oh, really? Andy Garcia's in it. She he's is. old. My God, he's a, a, aged. He, he's a good actor, I though. I love Andy Garcia. I really do.
1: The Rock um, sort of strikes me as being the kind of person, a, a very... Um, Generous with his time, down I think. to earth. Yeah, apparently very, very down to earth. Vin Diesel's a bit up himself. I would. Um, I, I, I can imagine he is a bit of a diva. Do you know who I'd like to
0: meet? Hmm? It wouldn't be the fuck, It wouldn't be Vin Diesel. It'd be yep. The Rock. I'd like to go out and meet The Rock. But yep. anyway, apparently I thought uh, you were going to say Paul Walker, and I thought, <laughs> oh, hang on. <laughs> too, oh, what, soon. too soon? Too soon? Too soon? They haven't even put out the folder, the foldery, the smouldering fiery crash.
1: Don't <laughs> be saying
0: that. We are so going to get sued. Oh, we're going to get hate mail. Anyway, uh, that was Fast and Furious. 8, mm-hmm. so that's that's where that's on the the set of Fast & Furious 8 which apparently he's the Rock has said when you see some of those scenes and mm-hmm. you look like he's he's really really pissed off it's not acting he's literally <laughs> his blood is boiling that's what he came out and said so I can't wait to go and see it it'll be
1: fantastic some some uh, other news that's coming out this week that uh, you might not be very happy with is well, you might be happy. There's going to be another crossover with Supergirl and The Flash. Yeah, but apparently... However... There's going to be singing. It's it's going to be a musical episode. What are we doing? Are we are we going back to Buddy Buffy, the musical apparently. episode? yes. Like, yes. What, Don't get me wrong. I actually really enjoyed the musical... Um, where do we canceled. go
0: from here... It was a good, a good. Glee got cancelled. Glee got yeah. Everyone's over the whole singing thing now. Really? Do they? Why? Why? I don't know, Ginge. Why? But anyway, you know what? People what? will snap this up. They I will just, watch it. I, just, I have no interest in it, to be honest with you. I think the Flash is cool, the TV series, everything else. I haven't really watched much Supergirl. I couldn't get into it. Um, although, mm. uh, although, whoever released the poster <laughs> for Warner Brothers the other week.
1: Which has apparently come out being fake. However, has it? Has it's, it's, I was it's told. Been, I was apparently, told apparently it come out as fake. But right, Spider Gibbo, you told
0: me that was real. So if you're listening to this podcast, next time I see you, you're getting a kick. Because it come out with the the, the tagline "Superman, Superman comes coming in, uh, coming in Supergirl 2016." <laughs> yeah. That was that was taken the wrong way by a lot of people. It was. It was. But apparently, it coming. They're cu- cousins. That shit ain't on. No. Um, Allegedly. (laughs) What? Allegedly they're cousins. No,
1: they are cousins. No, no, allegedly they shouldn't be coming at.
0: Oh, yes, that's right. Right. Oh, good Lord. It's just descended into chaos. Uh, anyway, I one... don't think a musical episode of Supergirl and The Flash is a great idea. I could be won over. It depends what they're singing. If they're singing show tunes, I'm all <laughs> y'all. <yawed.
1: laughs> uh, more television news. Uh, Gotham is to see Harley Quinn. Look, now, this season. okay. I have no, I've not
0: finished watching all of season one of Gotham. I've seen uh, episodes here and there for... I I enjoyed enjoyed the way they were shot. I, yeah, enjoyed like, I enjoyed the enjoyed episodes the I saw, but honestly, they bring they brought too many characters. In. Like Bruce Wayne's a kid in this; yes. right? he's not even you know, he's years away from being Batman. Yes, yeah, they're bringing all these characters in right now. A lot of the people are meant to be a similar age to Bruce Wayne. Like even a lot of his villains are. You know, there's not that big a gap in mm-hmm. in things. And now, if they're going to bring Harley Quinn in, now obviously as Doctor Harley and Quinzel or whatever else, okay, yes. yeah, that would make her look at least probably twenty years older. Than Bruce because, Wayne. And because,
1: I just don't think so. If Bruce Wayne's in his 30s as Batman, she'd be 50. which is it inter- doesn't make sense. Which is interesting because the Joker character in this, in Gotham, yep. is, is a younger character. Yeah. Uh, for a doctor to be treating him, she would have to be older. Well, you so, think like so? You should like have had you to you gone say. to uni
0: and everything else. And, and I'm, you don't see. I look. I like just can I be honest I with you? Can I be honest with you? People go, "You're a massive Batman fan. Why don't you enjoy Gotham?" It's because it's just not that good a show. <laughs> like I'm, I'm being, no, I'm being honest. I'm being, Don't give me that look. I'm, I'm fucking I'm serious. Not, I'm not
1: saying anything.
0: Right. And every time I say, "Oh, mate," the guy, it was a Ben Ben McKenzie, or whatever yeah. plays plays Jim Gordon. Yeah. I just think of fucking OC. <laughs> I do! I'm waiting for the fucking curly-haired bloke that opened the comic shop to come in and, and uh, fucking... What was, it, what was it, Rachel Bilson that played Summer? I'm waiting yeah. for, you know, like, God, that's a blast from the past. OC isn't it? What, wasn't the, uh, California... Now we're singing. We, we should do a musical episode of Geek Speak. Hey, would you all like
1: that? I don't know about... about- you can tell us via the Facebook page, <laughs> and if you put no in caps locks, we, we will stick to that. Um, while we're talking about uh, actors putting their hands up to play characters, yep. Aquaman. Yes. The- Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Yeah. Although. He does not put his hand up. He is Aquaman. He right? is Aquaman. Yeah. But the villain for the Aquaman movie. Black Manta. Black
0: Manta. Uh, look, I said to a customer this week, we were talking about it, and I said, you know, it's going to be Black Manta as the villain. And they're like, oh, you reckon? You really? I'm it's like, gotta yeah. It's got to be. And I said, my only hope is they don't do the big, silly helmet. The,
1: hel- the helmet is... The-, the design of the original helmet... I don't care is... how
0: badass Jason Momoa is, yeah. right? I cannot take him seriously as Aquaman if he's going to come up against a guy with a helmet that fucking big on his head in, in a film.
1: It, 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 it almost looks like those old serials where they were coming against aliens and they were yes. wearing like a fish tank on their head.
0: Right, and I swear he'd have to sound like fucking Darth Vader with the heavy breathing <laughs> and everything else, you know? Like he's asthmatic. <laughs>
1: Excuse me, can you see where I'm going through? it it'd be echoing his shit. Uh, hello, Aquaman. Can you hear me? I am Black Manta.
0: Well, imagine, imagine, imagine <laughs> a musical <laughs> right? He swims with the fishes and dives with the whales. <laughs> Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> in love with the girl called Mara. I'm the king of the seven seas <laughs> uh- <laughs> He writes itself Please make sure you put in cash <laughs>
1: When we ask the question Do you want us to do a musical episode? <laughs> no um, A lot of actors have put their hands up to play Black Manta, Including Spawn the guy who played uh, Spawn, Michael, Michael J. White, Michael J. White, yeah, yep. who played Spawn in the movie. I could see him pulling off the
0: role. He'd be pretty good.
1: Hey, that. you know, like. Start the big helmet, just ditch the helmet. Uh, ditch the helmet. He, uh,
0: you know, well, not ditch the helmet all completely, but, I mean, uh, tone it down, shrink mm, it. Take it to the panel beaters
1: and I knock just, the edges in. Yeah, I just, it's got to be cooler. Yeah. It's got to be cooler. Um, talking Aquaman, Jason Momoa. Yep. This week, news come out. That yeah.
0: You, that, you told me this before, and uh, the look on my face summed it all up
1: that he could be playing The Crow. Nope. Nope. Um, Can't. not nah, don't want it. I, uh, in a remake of The Crow. Oh, fuck no. Now, for people that don't know... Leave it alone. Uh, we don't need to see another Crow film. The Crow, were, What? it would have come out, what, 95 or something like that? Oh, Early 90s. Whenever it was, yeah. It was directed by Alex Proyas. He's an Australian guy. He, he directed iRobot, Dark City... Um, you know, like there's some really great films that he's done. He came out this week when that news broke, and he said, "Look, The Crow is not my movie. No, that's it's right, Brandon yep. Lee's movie. Yeah. Um, and whenever he talks about that movie, it's his movie. It's, yep. it's Brandon Lee's movie. The only reason they finished the movie is because his family wanted that movie finished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't remake the movie. If anything you do another sequel, because yeah. within the mythology of the character of The Crow, yep. it can be a new person, you know? it's
0: That's right. Built I into I, I, the, honestly, I don't see Momoa in the role. I, just, I really don't. What, <sighs> I like him as an actor, do I think he's, he's going to be awesome as Aquaman, but no, I don't see him as The Crow.
1: He, Leave you, it alone, do Hollywood. See, do you see him up on stage with a guitar singing? You know... Eric Draven no. style.
0: No. Yeah, I just. Uh, no, I can see you and I up on stage with a guitar singing. The only problem is neither of sh- us can play a fucking guitar. He's Aquaman, king of the seven seas. Um, I just. I'm I really. That's going to be a grab that's going to come back to us. <laughs> swear to you. I, I just, swear I, to you.
1: Uh, it's almost. Bakuna your Tata. It's almost stint. the worst idea in the history of bad ideas. Is it's it? almost. Almost. Not I quite. Just, it's uh, uh, not no, quite no, really it's nearly, really nearly there. <laughs> um, you got anything else for us, sir? Uh, and then this week, uh, Rogue One, <laughs> Star Wars. Full Rogue of one. news. Uh, j- just quickly, Rogue yep. One. The trailer come out this week. I haven't watched it. Did you Holy watch it? Holy shit, it Did looks you like amazing. It? Okay, now you've seen Star Wars, the most recent one yes, yes. with JJ. No, I haven't lived under a rock, yes. right? You know how there's it, it, it seems light and airy and fun. It, it almost feels like a serial. Yeah. Type movie? Yeah. This Rogue One feels like you poured the DC Universe darkness all over the movie. Oh, this really? This movie feels... It's very serious. It's and kind of, serious. Kind of, it's kind of, you know, I don't want to go there, but... Dun, dun, yeah, dun, dun, really? It's people dying. Obviously, Rogue One is the story of how they got the plans of the Death Star, which then spawns off into the original Star Wars... Episode four. Yeah. So this is this is how they got the plans oh, for the sweet. Death Star. Okay. It just feels really dirty, gritty. Will there be Porkins? Well, he's, he, be in it? he is in that time period, you know, so... God damn it, I want to see Porkins on the big screen again. <laughs> you well, and I could play him. Well, dude, put, put me in the suit and I'm pretty sure it'll be close. Put me in, in the X-Wing, I'll be there. Uh, I'm more Jabba the fucking Hut <laughs> with a beard. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, I can't wait. You know, you know what? You know what? Because Hollywood is so fucking, you know, like, doesn't like new ideas. They won't let me be Leia.
1: What, well, hey, that's sexist. It is. It's both xenophobic and sexist. <laughs> because it? you're Australian and not American. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Could you imagine me in that bikini, the slave Leia? Oh, don't, don't even tempt me with that. that <laughs> oh, fuck, it's in my head.
0: Ah, Uh, deal with that. And all you our lovely listeners have uh, to deal with that as well. uh, Look, that's been it, Ginge. Thanks so much for an awesome podcast this week. uh, Just before we go, can we quickly say a big shout-out to the guys at Sugar City Con? Yes, so when we're recording this, it's on. So hopefully they had a fantastic turnout. Yep. And uh, well done to all the volunteers and the organisers up there. I hope it was a kick-ass Sugar City Con. And uh, we had the launch Today, mm-hmm. in store of Killaroo Township Mine with artist Adam Rose. We were hoping to get a few um, grabs, but we just couldn't get time to to, to do a clean. He was busy. He was signing and stuff. It's a great book. If you're a fan of Aussie comics, you want to pick up a copy of the new Killaroo book for yourself with the limited edition. Mm. There's only 50 of them produced. Yes. Uh, limited edition Kaboom Comics variant. And it's a cover by Adam Rose on the book. Uh, for Killaroo Township Mine, you head along to dot and you can buy it online. with ship Ooh, Australia-wide. So cool, hand, there is a handful of those left. Make sure you get in and get yourself one. And, uh, yeah, it's it's great. It's an awesome book. Yeah, well is. done to Darren Close and Adam Rose for that book. Rock on with your jocks on. Yes, please. Make sure you keep your jocks on.
1: Ginge, will you please put your short on? Sorry, oh, on. hang on. I can just imagine the sound effect of...
0: <laughs> Ginge, thanks so much. Wake up, and I'm Pots and Pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Remember Australia, stay geeky.